Hey there, guten uh, afternoon. How's your German America? It's getting dark soon. It's going to get dark in about an hour. So I'm going to set up some Midas touch and go do some gardening while I can or go fix, go straighten up my garden. Uh, live Trump gets more desperate as Jack Smith is ready to go. Stream 42 minutes ago. Special counsel Jack Smith confirms in a new filing with the federal court in the criminal case against Donald Trump that mostly all non-classified documents relevant to the case have been turned over to Donald Trump's lawyer. Basically, Jack Smith is saying we are ready to go to trial on that August 14th date set by Judge Eileen Cannon. And we don't want no excuses from Donald Trump. The ball is in your court, chump. Fucker. I mean, Trump, that's what I envision special counsel. Oh, uh, trash talking. Yeah. Uh, Donald Trump responded to this move by Jack Smith by making a very important legal filing, citing the. Okay, of course that's not what he did. <laughs> Donald Trump responded by begging MAGA Republicans on his social media platform and begging those MAGA Republicans in the House of Representatives to obstruct justice. Trump used the term investigate them strongly or investigate them to give the MAGA Republicans the veil of immunity that they're trying to get and just go after special counsel Jack Smith and the Department of Justice and the FBI and Trump called Jack Smith and the FBI and the DOJ scoundrels and said these scoundrels are planting evidence in the boxes against them. I mean, look, just a total freaking fascist lunatic. MAGA Republicans in the House of Representatives held a hearing, speaking of fascist lunatics, held a hearing in the Judiciary Committee where they invited Special Counsel John Durham, who Bill Barr appointed, to attack Donald Trump's political enemies, but who ended up losing both of the cases he brought to trial when MAGA conspiracy met the reality of a United States courtroom where evidence matters. Yet again, conspiracy met reality at these congressional hearings this week when Democrats exposed special counsel John Durham. You'll see for yourself, John Durham essentially like collapsed under cross-examination by Democrats. And even Matt Gates, MAGA Republican Matt Gates, were taking shots at John Durham. So it's fitting that on the same day, not Tom Fitton, it's fitting that on the same day that Congressman Adam Schiff made a fool of John Durham and proved yet again there was indeed Russian collusion and that the GOP report was a sham, the MAGA Republicans punished Adam Schiff for investigating Donald Trump by censuring him. Just a complete fascist clown show. The Republicans are running in the House of Representatives and just defiling these very solemn chambers with just a bunch of nonsense. MAGA Republican Marjorie Taylor Greene called MAGA Republican Lauren Boebert a little bitch yesterday. Her, her, her words... 
Not mine. Ben. Her her words. Is thanks for the clarification. Thanks for the clarification. She and she admitted <laughs> saying it, and then yet again today, Marjorie Taylor Greene said it again and called Lauren Boebert that. I mean, it was, what is even going on here? And although MAGA Republican George Santos said that he would rather go to jail than release the names of the shirters who posted the $500,000 bond for him when he was indicted and arraigned the last month, George Santos lies. Lies. Surprise, surprise. No. George Santos did not voluntarily go into custody, and the names of the shirters were disclosed today. I just, I, I won't leave you hanging. It was his uh, daddy and his aunt who uh, posted. We'll talk a little bit. I got some more. questions about that. We'll talk. We'll talk. Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll try to answer this question. I'm Ben Micellis. This is the Midas Touch Podcast. Some... Daddy. You know, I always That's talk about that intro as being like, what in the world is going on? I, I look forward to the day where there could be like normal political parties and we could say, Democrats introduced a bill for more health care and Republicans supported it. They had a intelligible disagreement about how to execute the plan, but ultimately we're all going to get more health care at cheaper and affordable rates and prices. Only the Democrats are doing that each and every day. MAGA Republicans are giving us all this freaking nonsense. Well, Ben, I got to say, I'm, I'm shocked. Absolutely gobsmacked. George <laughs> Santos lied to us. I, it just seems so out of character. I, I, you know, you ever like just pull a word? word? You're like, this is a good word. Where did that come from? I love it. I, I don't think I've ever said gobsmacked in my entire life. I'm gobsmacked by did my Do you even know where word. the word came from? As I was saying it, I was like, is this even a word? I, I, I don't even know if this is even, even a word. But Feels right. You said it with so much confidence. That's the yeah, thing yeah, with that's words thing. you don't you know. Get, you gotta be. You gotta have some confidence when, when, when you go ahead. If 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 the Republicans could go around lying about everything, even gigantic issues of national security, and just go around smearing people, then I'm allowed to maybe get a word incorrect. But no, it is the correct word. Watching these hearings like every single week, I, I have to wonder to myself, like. They know the Democrats are in there, and they're going to be asking questions as well, right? Like, they haven't instituted a complete fascist takeover as of this point. There is an opposition party, and they are going to step on some rakes once they meet the reality of these Democrats who are actually intelligent, who actually are, like, many of them, very skilled, seasoned prosecutors who know the right questions to ask, who know exactly, who know exactly what to say to expose these people. As I was watching these hearings... Yesterday, I was just like, I can't believe, like, you think the last hearing couldn't have went badly enough for the Republicans, and then you see them parade around John Durham, and not only does the hearing become a disaster, but it's like their entire narrative that they've been trying to push for weeks or months just completely goes under, and it's all a matter of their own do doing. I cannot wait to, to get into it, but it's truly uh, left me gobsmacked, you guys. Anyway, gobsmacked, gobsmacked. Gobsmack. <laughs> How are you doing on this fine Thursday, Friday, if you're listening on audio? It's a, it's, a, it's a good day. I'm really, I'm really excited. I'm doing really well. I'm pumped to get into tonight's show. And it's like Ben always says, when conspiracy meets reality, you get legality. And that's what we're seeing play out every day. In this. It's a great <laughs> Is that what you always say, Ben? It's a famous Ben expression, and it's true, because what we continue to see day in and day out are these professional rake-stepper moments playing out in these high courts, and generally speaking, 
it is just so sad and disappointing to see an entire party of this country that just does not care about the average American citizen that only cares about lining their pockets with money and infighting. They have one move. We talked it's about it's this one move. Here. We talked. I mean, it's lie. I mean, that's the one move. But their but their go to is the fake whistleblower. You yeah. talked about yeah. it like in uh, like in basketball, like. The, they only go right, so you just you know if, if there's a righty who can who can cross over, you know you guard them you guard them a certain way. It's like they just go back to fake whistleblower, and it's just getting boring now. Fake whistleblower, fake whistleblower, fake whistleblower. There's another one today. Now, I so now their new one right before the show is that David Weiss, the Republican prosecutor who entered into the uh, plea deal with Hunter Biden, who Donald Trump appointed, a Republican prosecutor, Trump's prosecutor, Biden could have fired. Biden left Trump's prosecutor to go after his own son. And that's what the MAGA Republicans are faulting President Biden for. This is what the new post, this is the new conspiracy that they're just breaking right now. IRS whistleblower says that David Weiss, the Trump prosecutor who prosecuted Hunter Biden, was blocked from bringing Hunter Biden charges in D.C. and California. And in typical fashion, we saw right before this, ABC then posted a story. Other people like yeah, and they go Republican. But by the way, can we look? I just want to read right now, and then we'll move on to the rest of the show. This was a letter from June 7th sent by David Rice, the Trump prosecutor, to Jim Jordan, and he said, I want to make clear that as the Attorney General has stated, I have been granted ultimate authority over this matter, including responsibility for deciding where, when, and whether to file charges and for making decisions necessary to preserve the integrity of the prosecution consistent with federal law, the principles of federal prosecution, and departmental regulations. But that's the MAGA go-to thing, right? We're going to see that Matt Gates did this with John Durham. So now what the MAGA Republicans are saying about Durham is that Durham was part of the deep state. Oh. Durham was part of the oh. Durham was working with Hillary Clinton. That's their new one. It's oh. absurd. Got it. So you got this deep state cabal of these secret liberals like Bill Barr, Bill Barr. And, and John Durham and, Durham and anyone who else who doesn't David Weiss, the Trump prosecutor. David Weiss, the Trump. David they're, they're, Weiss. they're all they're all in it together. Anybody miraculously, anybody who doesn't completely toe the MAGA line and allows reality to actually seep through once in a while, deep state, and they got the, the only whistle. person. What's going to happen to the whistle? Yeah, let's hear it. The only person who has the answer, who has the answer to all of the secrets, is the person who his entire life has never told a lie. I mean, literally, you have, like, for you to believe this at this point, I mean, the person who has lied about every single aspect of his life, who lies every day, you know, they have that stat, like the Washington Post said that Donald Trump lied 503,000, 5,385, no, he's lied every second. You know what, you know what he does, the huffing, when he goes, he sniffs, when he sniffs, when he sniffs, his sniffs lie. His sniffs aren't even truthful sniffs. His sniffs are lying sniffs. Well, Ben, I, I, I just want to say to the whistleblowers, you know, 
miraculously before their testimony. Something's bound to happen to them as per usual. I don't know if they're going to get lost. I don't know if one of them's going to die again like the last whistleblower. I don't know if like the the letters that they're going to have one copy of the proof. They're going to send it to Fox and miraculously 30 seconds before air they're going to find out it went missing. Something's going to happen so I just want to send my <laughs> condolences to whatever happens to this made up uh, situation. If Donald Trump followed the advice of competent counsel, he could have entered a plea agreement like the one that Hunter Biden entered into. By the way, whether Hunter Biden entered into a plea deal or was prosecuted, if the evidence showed that he committed crimes, so be it. He wasn't running our government. The Saudis didn't give him $2 billion. He wasn't making decisions over pardons. He wasn't the ambassador of everything. Last time I checked, he had no relationship to our government at all. But if you've got evidence, go for it. I don't freaking care. But at the end of the day, we live in an evidence-based system. And if Donald Trump truly followed the advice of his lawyer, because you remember Chris Tice, his lawyer in the fall of 2022, we've learned from a lot of reporting, told Donald Trump that he should enter into a deal with the Department of Justice. And Donald Trump rejected that. Instead, Donald Trump listened to the guy with the tight-fitting shirts, who's not a lawyer, Tom Fitton. And Donald Trump said, boxes, mine, my boxes. They are my boxes. Clinton socks case, says my boxes. That's not, there's nothing to do with anything. Fitchin lost the Clinton Sox case. There was no jurisdiction and involved personal notes for a personal autobiography. District court cases are not precedent. If anything, they're persuasive authority and persuasive authority against you because it doesn't stand for the proposition that you can steal classified records, you freaking moron. So if you wanted to enter into a plea deal in the fall of 2022 and follow the advice of your counsel, you probably could have done that. But instead, oh, we just got to, before moving on, we got to show just some of this stuff from part two of the Brett Baer interview. Oh, oh, I just got <laughs> I got to show that before, you know, because this is the caliber, like we're dealing with the freaking idiot also. There's fascism <laughs> and he is, he is an idiot. And I want to give Brett Baer, like, you know, a lot of credit for holding Donald Trump accountable, but these weren't necessarily like the most brilliant cross-exam aspects that were needed. Like here, Donald Trump is like touting clemency for a first-time nonviolent drug offender named Alice Johnson. I think he granted clemency to her in 2018. She was part of cocaine the ring in the Memphis area in the 1990s. And under Donald Trump's uh, uh, plan um, for drug dealers, he would have put her to death immediately in a quick trial you know he goes I'll, I'll give i'll give the drug dealers quick trials and i'll kill him that's what he says in his speeches so brett bear says yeah but you would have killed her watch what happens as an example a woman who you know very well was in jail she had 24 more years to serve she served for 22 years she had alice johnson alice she was in the super Bowl. high quality i am I said, how many years? And she was on a telephone call, and they were involved in selling marijuana, mostly marijuana. And she got like 50 years in jail. But she'd be killed under your plan. <laughs> huh? As a drug dealer. No, no, no. Under my, oh, under that? Uh, it would depend on the severity. It would Here depend on the severity. Out. She's technically a former drug dealer. She, the, she had multi-million dollar cocaine ring. Any said, drug dealer... Look, so even Alice Johnson and that act. She can't do it, okay? By the way, 
if that was there, no, she wouldn't be killed. It would start as of now, so you wouldn't go to the oh, past. Starting now. Now watch me karate chop. <laughs> That's the crazy look. It would be borderline entertaining if that was the movie Idiocracy, and we'd probably be like, "No, you're going over the top with that character. Like, that's too crazy." But this is somebody who the modern day Republican Party's like, "Let's let, let let's let him do it again. Let's give that guy. Let's give that guy the codes." And I bet it would right because Ben, you're right. I mean, it's because they, when they go right, they don't just go right, Ben. They go far right. And that's where you end up with Trump on Fox going, uh, for like three full seconds. What was that? And his face like contorted to, uh, unbelievable. One of those wild things, too, is Trump has to, because the party has gotten even more radical because of Trump, but it's sure. gone even further to the right than it even was during Trump. And now, so even some of the good things that Trump may have done during his presidency, the very few bright spots like COVID vaccines or like, uh, criminal justice reform, like things that he could actually tout as. By the like, way, I think he screwed up both of them, but granted, he could tout it. Yeah. I'm saying this is something that, in a normal world, in a normal world, this is something a candidate would be touting. But mm. in this world, he needs to run away from even the semblance of normous normalcy. He needs to run away from even the appearance of any competency. So he's got to now equivocate between, okay, COVID vaccines, good or bad, I don't know, uh, clemency to drug dealers. Should we have killed her? Uh, no, she was good, but starting now, if it was now, I would have killed her later on. Like, like, like the, the the equivocation is is absolutely crazy, and Brett Bear throughout the whole thing also like has to correct him on a lot of very basic facts as well um, that we'll see throughout these clips. But it's just it's mind blowing. This guy was anywhere even near. Power. So here's a very basic question by Brett Bear: In your mind, Donald Trump, did the COVID vaccine work? Okay, the answer is yes. But watch. Donald Trump tried to respond to this question. In your mind, did the COVID vaccine work? It's a, such an interesting question because not only that, I also did the Regenerons of the world, you know, the whole, we did a tremendous job on that. Uh, but we had a wet vaccine. You, know, you had different. You had different COVIDs. You had COVID-19, and then you had different COVIDs. But we had a, the original was COVID-19, which was the roughest one. So I have a Democrat friend who's very smart. Hopefully he votes for me, but he's very smart. He said, I don't understand one thing about you. I watch your rallies. They're incredible. You talk yeah. about beating ISIS. They're you talk incredible. about taxes. You talk about uh, regulation. You talk about everything. But you never saw said that I've never heard you talk about how the incredible job you did with the vaccines, because, as you know, I got them done in nine months and it was supposed to take anywhere from five to 12 years. I broke their ass. OK. And you know who doesn't like me too much? The FDA, because they were very bureaucratic and I got it done. And he said, you may have saved in the world throughout the world a hundred million people and you never talk about it i said i really don't want to talk about it because as a republican it's not a great thing to talk about because for some reason it's just not for some reason yeah for some reason because people love the vaccines and people hate the vaccines but conservatives aren't 
And, and I understand both sides of it, by the way. I understand both sides very well. What I didn't do is the mandates. The mandates and the vaccines don't go. And you had these governors mandating. Well, and by the way, Ron DeSantis, the Ron DeSantis had lines of people trying to get the vaccine. He set up whole things, you know, when... They, that's the criticism of DeSantis is that he set up lines of people to get the vaccine. He said that he broke their ass. Hmm. I mean, imagine like working to try to come up with this vaccine and you come up with it and Donald Trump has absolutely nothing to do with it. And his and Donald Trump goes, but yeah, I broke it. He broke, I broke their ass. Also, you know, right out the gate in that clip as well, uh, he makes a comment that shows like he doesn't know what the hell he's talking about. He he was like, and that was COVID nineteen, the worst COVID, COVID nineteen. And Brett Bear is like, and he's like, you mean it was a different strain of COVID? It's all COVID nineteen. It's it's not a different virus. Like it's the same virus. And throughout the whole time, he, so they, what he was saying, he was trying to like bypass the FDA approval process. He goes, for some reason, it's it's not good but I should be rewarded because it was important and it could have saved lives and then he makes up a story about like a demo he always goes like and a Democrat told me that you did such a great job sir sir such a great job you should be promoting this the whole thing from start to finish is just word vomit guys I'm and then there's that and, whoa, and then whoa, he makes can I just say this Ben real quick just say like just say yes like give a one word answer what like what was that that he then went on to spew other than just absolute ridiculousness. This is why my theory with this whole interview with Fox is they knew exactly what they were doing. They were going to let this lunatic continue to talk it out because they want to try and start to distance themselves from him a little bit as they head into these election seasons. So we'll see. But Trump brought these things up himself. That's what I'm saying. Like Brett Baer in that interview, actually, to Ben's point earlier, he's not even asking really hard questions at this point. He's just letting Donald speak. And when he speaks, he further incriminates himself and also just makes himself look like a complete buffoon. And here's the reason why you can't give Brett Bear all that much credit, or for a lot of reasons. But Trump makes these videos of himself. So he literally is asking himself the question. Like, this is a video that he just posted. It just came out. He made it of himself. He woke up. He goes, I'm going to make this video talking about my GOP opponents. I'm making this one. I'm going to post it. And I think that this is, is, is a good look. And so this is Trump's bizarre new video warning to his GOP opponents. So this is why you don't need Brett Baer, because I, I, I could virtually do the interview with him without even seeing the clip. Hey, Donald, what do you think about your GOP opponents? <laughs> Many say don't punch down when talking about people like Chris Sununu or sloppy Chris Christie or Ada Hutchinson. I call him Ada, not Asa, because of certain reasons. Or others, but sometimes it's necessary to talk badly about those that for no reason other than politics speak badly about you. Otherwise, the people that love you don't know whether or not they're for real. Are they saying the truth? They're not. So sometimes you have to punch down and you have to say what's happening. Otherwise, they won't understand. It's not fair to them. You have to put them in proper perspective, these bad people. You have to put them in their place. People like this are very destructive. And you have to tell the voters what it's all about. Otherwise, why should they be able to understand it? Thank you very much. <laughs>
Thank, 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 thank you, you very much. much. <laughs> <laughs> and what, what is okay? So okay, we got what is the Ada Asa Hutchins like? What what is he getting at there? I have one theory, um, but but do you do you have any theory on like what the heck he's even getting at? Uh, Jory, what, what do you think? No, I'm not even going there. I don't know. I don't want to. I don't want to say it. I I, just, I don't I don't know. I, I, here here's my theory. Let's hear. I actually have a theory, but I let's see it. Let, let's let's see if they align. My theory is that in other videos that I've seen in music, he always follows it up with some sort of, you know, knocking him down and saying, the guy's totally weak, he's weak, he's weak, he's weak. And I think in the Trump world, I think the Ada is like trying to say that like weakness is a disability. And I think ADA is like the disability. American with Disabilities, American with disabilities Act. I think that's his his Trumpian logic from watching these clips. Do you agree with that ridiculous? I mean, I'm not saying I agree with where he goes, if Jack Smith is really his name, the implication in his mind is that Jack Smith is another name for Jack Smith. Jack Smith really has a Jewish last name, and that his name isn't really the generic Jack Smith, and that's the implication. It's always something kind of xenophobic or ableist or yeah. racist. Like, so it, it's always coming from that perspective, but that's where... He's not a complex I, man. Not a complex guy. Not, he's, he's, he's a complete and utter moron, and we also learned what a complete and utter moron John Durham was at these hearings where Jim Jordan, the chair of the House Judiciary Committee, and the MAGA Republicans, in their infinite wisdom, decided to parade John Durham before the Judiciary Committee. Let's just say it did not go well for Republicans, and perhaps Republicans didn't realize or keep forgetting in each of these hearings, the Democrats get to ask questions <laughs> as well. But that's why I like these hearings a lot, because it actually is a forum to really expose what's going on. Yes. It's not soundbite based. So yes, the MAGA Republicans will call their conspiracy theorist witnesses. They'll call people like John Durham who are intended to achieve, you know, authoritarian style ends and undermine democracy. But the Democrats have a deep bench of like former top lawyers, former top prosecutors. I mean, mm -hmm. let's not forget Adam Schiff was an assistant United States attorney, a star prosecutor before he went into Congress. And a lot of these Democrats have legal backgrounds. I mean, you talk about even like an Eric Swalwell, for example, was a former state prosecutor, very well respected. And so they bring that cross-examination style. And look, they only get about five minutes of questioning as well. So the fact that they're able to do this legal jujitsu in short periods of time, from my own legal perspective, is just extra uh, impressive. So let's show you what went down at this hearing this week. John Durham is there to testify about his investigation into the origins of the links between Trump and Russia because they try to claim that the MAGA Republicans try to claim that that's a hoax. As though we didn't all see Donald Trump during the campaign say, Russia, Russia, if you are listening, please hack into my political opponent's email addresses, and then Russia did it. 
Like, could you imagine if there was an email or a text message that said that? The fact that Donald Trump did it in front of us all doesn't make it less evidence, people, okay? That makes it equal evidence, if not more evidence, that it happened in front of our face. Are we supposed to forget that his campaign manager was convicted, like, twice? Twice, not once, twice, in federal juries relating to his connections? Ben, I think Mueller, I think Mueller indicted 34 individuals. 34 individuals and three companies in this investigation. And they want to pretend like it was nothing. And by the way, that's why any time that Donald Trump now goes to trash Bill Barr, I mean, the guy should be kissing Bill Barr's feet every single day for what Bill Barr did. Bill Barr preempted, he pre-butted the Mueller report to try to hide the football, to try to hide the fact that there was indeed Russia collusion. Mueller never said there wasn't Russia collusion. He said that there was enough obstruction that he wasn't able to fully uh, prove what he needed to take a lot of the, those charges to trial, but he still was able to indict 34 individuals and three companies, a lot of these being people's ties to Russia in the Trump campaign. Direct ties, like sharing privileged information with Russian government officials and them using it to then help Donald Trump. It's a direct link. It's not even debatable. But the Republican Party, from day one of taking the House, their entire M.O., is not how do we help with inflation, how do we help with this issue or that issue. The entire Republican MO right now is how do we settle the score for our cult leader, Donald Trump. How do we take all the things that were exposed about Donald Trump over the past few years and try to uh, try to flip them on their heads, try to gaslight the American public, try to make them think these things never happened? January 6th? What are you talking about, insurrect? That wasn't an insurrection. What are you, these Democratic liars lying about January 6th. It's, the lies are so big and so odd. And that's the function of these entire hearings. Did you see when Lauren Boebert made a post when the Democratic members of Congress surrounded Congress member Adam Schiff after he was censured to show him support? Uh, Lauren Boebert said, so is this an insurrection? Is this the insurrection? I mean, the, the level of, you know, there it is for all of our uh, YouTube watchers, for audio watchers, you can check it out on YouTube. I mean, just like making insurrection jokes, and then they actually sing songs with insurrectionists. I want to show you uh, what went down at this hearing. We'll go through some of the clips, but before we do that, I want to take a uh, quick break, and we will be right back after this message. Did you know that your temperature at night can have one of the greatest impacts on your sleep quality? If you wake up too hot or too cold, I highly recommend that you check out Miracle Maid's bed sheets. Inspired by NASA, Miracle Maid uses silver-infused fabric. Watch as well. The crimes were held accountable in the back. Please hack into my political opponent's email addresses, and then <laughs> Russia did it. Like, could you claim that the MAGA Republicans tried to claim that that's a hoax? As though we didn't all see Donald Trump during the campaign say, Russia, Russia, if you are listening, please hack into my political opponent's 
email addresses, and then <laughs> Russia did it. Like, could you imagine if there was an play? That's why any play that the MAGA Republicans tried to claim that that's a hoax. As though we didn't all see Donald Trump during the campaign say, Russia, Russia, if you are listening, please hack into my political opponent's email addresses. And then Russia did it. Like, could you imagine if there was an email or a text message that said that? The fact that Donald Trump did it in front of us all doesn't make it less evidence, people, okay? That makes it equal evidence, if not more evidence. happened in front of our face. Are we supposed to forget that campaign manager was convicted like twice? Like, could you imagine if there was an email or a text message that said that? The fact that Donald Trump did it in front of us all doesn't make it less evidence, people, okay? That makes it equal evidence, if not more evidence, that it happened in front of our face. Are we supposed to forget that his campaign manager was convicted? Twice? Twice, not once, twice in federal juries relating to his connections. Ben, I think Russia. Mueller. I think Mueller indicted thirty-four individuals, thirty-four individuals, and three companies in this investigation, and they want to pretend like it was nothing. And by the way, that's why any time that Donald Trump now goes to trash Bill Barr, I mean the guy should be kissing Bill Barr's feet every single day for what Bill Barr did. Bill Barr preempted, he pre-butted the Mueller report to try to hide the football, to try to hide the fact that there was indeed Russia collusion. Mueller never said there wasn't Russia collusion. He said that there was enough obstruction that he wasn't able to fully uh, prove what he needed to take a lot of the, those charges to trial, but he still was able to indict 34 individuals and three companies, a lot of these being people's ties to Russia in the Trump campaign. Direct ties, like sharing privileged information with Russian government officials and them using it to then help Donald Trump. It's a direct link. It's not even debatable. But the Republican Party, from day one of taking the House, their entire MO is not how do we help with inflation, how do we help with this issue or that issue. The entire Republican MO right now is how do we settle the score for our cult leader, Donald Trump? How do we take all the things that were exposed about Donald Trump over the past few years and try to try to flip them on their heads, try to gaslight the American public, try to make them think these things never happened. January 6th? What are you talking about, insurrection? That wasn't an insurrection. What are you, these Democratic liars lying about January 6th. It's, the lies are so big and so odd, and that's the function of these entire hearings. Did you see when Lauren Boebert made a post when the 
Democratic members of Congress surrounded Congress member Adam Schiff after he was censured to show him support. Uh, Lauren Boebert said, so is this an insurrection? Is this the insurrection? I mean, the, the level of, you know, there it is for all of our uh, YouTube watchers, for audio watchers, you can check it out on YouTube. I mean, just like making insurrection jokes, and then they actually sing songs with insurrectionists. I want to show you uh, what went down at this hearing. We'll go through some of the clips, but before we do that, I want to take a uh, quick break, and we will be right back after this. Did you know that your temperature at night can have one of the greatest impacts on your sleep quality? If you wake up too hot or too cold... I. Mr. Durham, you can have already implemented. Again, your investigation lasted four years. Four years I really don't want to talk about I've been asking really hard questions at this point. He's just letting Donald speak. And when he speaks, he further incriminates himself and also just makes himself look like a complete buffoon. And here's the reason why you can't give Brett Bear all that much credit, for, for a lot of reasons. But Trump makes these videos of himself. So he literally is asking himself the question. Like, this is a video that he just posted. It just came out. He made it of himself. He woke up. He goes, I'm going to make this video talking about my GOP opponents. I'm making this one. I'm going to post it. And I think that this is, is, is a good look. And so this is Trump's bizarre new video warning to his GOP opponents. So this is why you don't need Brett Bear, because I, I, I could virtually do the interview with him without even seeing the clip. Hey, Donald, what do you think about your GOP opponents? <laughs> Many say don't punch down when talking about people like Chris Sununu or Sloppy Chris Christie or Ada Hutchinson, I call him Ada, not Asa, because of certain reasons. Or others, but sometimes it's necessary to talk badly about those that, for no reason other than politics, speak badly about you. Otherwise, the people that love you don't know whether or not they're for real. Are they saying the truth? They're not. So sometimes you have to punch down and you have to say what's happening. Otherwise, they won't understand. It's not fair to them. You have to put them in proper perspective, these bad people. You have to put them in their place. People like this are very destructive. And you have to tell the voters what it's all about. Otherwise, why should they be able to understand it? Thank you very much. <laughs> thank, 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 thank you very, very much. much. <laughs> <laughs> and what, what is, okay, so we got, what is the Ada Asa Hutchins? Like, what, what is he getting at there? I have one theory. Um, but but do you do you have any theory on like what the heck he's even getting at? Uh, Jordan, what what do you think? No, I'm not even going there. I don't know. I don't want to. I don't want to say it. I I just I don't I don't know. I, I, here here's my theory. Let's hear. Uh, my I, theory. I actually have a theory, but I... let's see. Let, let's let's see if they align. My theory is that in other videos that I've seen him use it, he always follows it up with some sort of you know knocking him down and saying the guy's totally weak. He's weak. He's weak. He's weak. He's weak. 
And I think in the Trump world, I think the ADA is like trying to say that like weakness is a disability. And I think ADA is like the disability, disability American with Disabilities Act. I think that's his, his Trumpian logic from watching these clips. Do you agree with that? Ridic- I mean, I'm not saying I where he goes, if Jack Smith is really his name, the implication in his mind is that Jack Smith is another name for Jack Smith. Jack Smith really has a Jewish last name and that his name isn't really the generic Jack Smith, and that's the implication. It's always something kind of xenophobic or ableist or yeah. racist. Yeah. Like, so it, it's always coming from that perspective, but that's where... He's not a complex I, man, not a complex guy. <laughs> he's, he's, he's a complete and utter moron, and we also learned what a complete and utter moron John Durham was at these hearings, where Jim Jordan, the chair of the House Judiciary Committee, and the MAGA Republicans, in their infinite wisdom, decided to... John Durham before the Judiciary Committee. Let's just say it did not go well for Republicans, and perhaps Republicans didn't realize or keep forgetting in each of these hearings the Democrats get to ask questions as well. But that's why I like these hearings a lot, because it actually is a forum to really expose what's going on. It's not soundbite-based. So yes, the MAGA Republicans will call they're conspiracy theorists, witnesses. They'll call people like John Durham, who are intended to achieve, you know, authoritarian style ends and undermine democracy. But the Democrats have a deep bench of like former top lawyers, former top prosecutors. I mean, let's not forget Adam Schiff was an assistant United States attorney, a star prosecutor before he went into Congress. And a lot of these Democrats have legal backgrounds. And you talk about, you know, like an Eric Swalwell, for example, was a former state prosecutor, very well respected. And so they bring that cross-examination style. And look, they only get about five minutes of questioning as well. So the fact that they're able to do this legal jujitsu in short periods of time, from my own legal perspective, is just extra uh, impressive. So let's show you what went down at this hearing this week. John Durham is there to testify about his investigation into the origins of the links between Trump and Russia as they try to claim that the MAGA Republicans tried to claim that that's a hoax. As though we didn't all see Donald Trump during the campaign say, Russia, Russia, if you are listening, please hack into my political opponent's email addresses and then Russia did it. Like, could you imagine if there was an email or a text message that said that? The fact that Donald Trump did it in front of us all doesn't make it less evidence, people, okay? That makes it equal evidence, if not more evidence, that it happened in front of our face. Are we supposed to forget that his campaign manager was convicted, like, twice? Twice, not once, twice, in federal juries relating to his connections Man, with I think Russia? Mueller, I think Mueller indicted 34 individuals. 34 individuals and three companies in this investigation. And they want to pretend like it was nothing. And by the way, that's why any time that Donald Trump now goes to trash Bill Barr, I mean, the guy should be kissing Bill Barr's feet every single day for what Bill Barr did. Bill Barr preempted, he pre-butted the Mueller report. 
to try to hide the football, to try to hide the fact that there was indeed Russia collusion. Mueller never said there wasn't Russia collusion. He said that there was enough obstruction that he wasn't able to fully uh, prove what he needed to take a lot of the, those charges to trial, but he still was able to indict 34 individuals and three companies, a lot of these being people's ties to Russia in the Trump campaign. Direct ties, like sharing privileged information with Russian government officials and them using it to then help Donald Trump. It's a direct link. It's not even debatable. But the Republican Party, from day one of taking the House, their entire MO is not how do we help with inflation, how do we help with this issue or that issue. The entire Republican MO right now is how do we settle the score for our cult leader, Donald Trump? How do we take all the things that were exposed about Donald Trump over the past few years and try to ex try to flip them on their heads, try to gaslight the American public, try to make them think these things never happened? January 6th? What are you talking about, insurrect? That wasn't an insurrection. What are you, these Democratic liars lying about January 6th. It's, the lies are so big and so up. And that's the function of these entire hearings. Did you see when Lauren Boebert made a post when the Democratic members of Congress surrounded Congress member Adam Schiff after he was censured to show him support? Uh, Lauren Boebert said, so is this an insurrection? Is this the insurrection? I mean, the, the level of, you know, there it is for all of our uh, YouTube watchers, for our audio watchers. You can check it out on YouTube. I, I, I mean, just like making insurrection jokes, and then they actually sing songs with insurrectionists. I want to show you uh, what went down at this hearing. We'll go through some of the clips, but before we do that, I want to take a uh, quick break, and we will be right back after this. Did you know that your temperature at night can have one of the greatest impacts on your sleep quality? If you wake up too hot or too cold, I highly way too far. But let's talk about what happened at this John Durham. Trump's longtime advisor, Roger Stone. Did you know that your temperature uh, at night can have one of the greatest impacts on your sleep quality? If you wake up too hot or too cold. Correct. Trump's former deputy campaign manager, Rick Gates, was convicted, correct? Not in connection with the Russian Trump's I have one theory. Uh, Correct. Figure out how to use the machinery there to undermine the Mueller report, which is what he did. And for Donald Trump to now call him a rhino and to call him a gutless pig, um, which he is a gutless pig, and he did engage in criminal conduct, but not for the reasons that Donald Trump states, because he would not go far enough in undermining our democracy, even though I think he went sufficiently and absurdly way too far. But let's talk about what happened at this John Durham hearing. Let's go through some of the questioning by these Democratic superstars. First clip I want to show you is from Democratic Congress member from California, Ted Lieu. Play this clip. Now, Mr. Durham, I'd like to ask you the following simple yes or no questions. Trump's former campaign chairman, Paul Manafort, was convicted, correct? I'm sorry, could you just repeat that? Trump's former campaign chairman, Paul Manafort, was convicted, correct? That's correct. Not Trump's former foreign policy advisor to the campaign, George Papadopoulos, was convicted, correct? That's correct. Trump's former deputy campaign manager, Rick Gates, was convicted, correct? 
None in connection with the page. That's Trump's. Hi. Mr. Durham, you can hold yourself out as an objective Department of Justice official or as a partisan hack. And the more that you try to spin the facts and not answer my questions, you sound like the latter. So I'm just going to ask this simply. <laughs> Trump's former national security advisor, Michael Flynn, was convicted, correct? That's correct. Trump's longtime advisor, Roger Stone, was convicted, correct? I'm sorry, missed the last Trump's thing longtime advisor, Roger Stone, was convicted, like correct? Correct. In contrast to multiple Trump associates who were convicted, you brought two cases to jury trial based on this investigation, and you lost both. And so I don't actually know what we're doing here, because the author of the Durham report concedes that the FBI had enough information to investigate, and thank goodness the FBI did, because multiple Trump associates who committed crimes were held accountable. And the best way to summarize what happened is thank you to the brave men and women of the FBI for doing their jobs. Next is Democratic Congress member Jerry Nadler with his question. Play the clip. Did it take four years to complete? Correct. Okay. And with all these resources and all these people you, you were sent to help you investigate the investigators, you only filed three criminal cases. You only brought two cases to trial, correct? Correct. And you lost all the cases you brought to trial, correct? Correct. In fact, two juries acquitted your defendants in all charges. And the one conviction that you obtained, the defendant pleaded guilty to a single count that never went to trial, correct? Correct. I will note that in that case, the primary investigative steps were all completed by Inspector General Horowitz. Perhaps you were better when it came to your report. From my reading, your report did not make any specific concrete recommendations to improve DOJ or FBI policies or procedures. In fact, your report repeatedly references the recommendations made by Inspector General Horowitz, almost all of which DOJ and FBI have already implemented. Again, your investigation lasted four years. Four years in untold sums of money, and you still obtained only one conviction. You did produce a 300-page report, though, and that's given my Republican counterparts plenty of material to spin. Next up, Democratic Congress member Hank Johnson. And the other two men you prosecuted went to trial on the charges, uh, charging, they, they were accused of lying to the FBI, and both were slam dunk acquitted, isn't that correct? They were acquitted. And none of the individuals you prosecuted were ever charged with being part of a hoax or a fraud or a witch hunt or a politically motivated deep state conspiracy against Donald Trump. Isn't that correct? I would not say that that's accurate. You mean you did charge somebody with being a part of a hoax? We charged Mr. Sussman with having knowingly provided false information to the FBI regarding Alpha Bank. But he, lying was, he was acquitted, though, right? After well, that wasn't your question. Well, he was, Mr. Sussman was acquitted after you charged him, correct? Grand jury found He was right. found innocent by a jury of, uh, by a unanimous jury of 12. That's not true. Well. What's true is the grand jury found probable cause to indict Mr. Sussman. A, a, a jury of a his trial peers acquitted him, though, correct? And a trial jury. You're not, you're not going to disagree on that, are you, uh, Mr. Durham? I'm going to try to answer your question as well. Well, let me. You can see what a hack he is. I mean, he lost the case. <laughs> and he got like laughed out of court during the case. Like, and, and he can't admit these very simple facts, which is why Ted Lou's comments from before were so spot on. Like, you could either continue to evade the questions and answer, 
uh, we're going to think you're just a complete partisan hack if you do that. Like, like pick what you want to do. Are you going to answer our questions or are you going to continue down this road? I go with partisan hack. Complete partisan hack shows you how just ridiculous, how unsourced, how weak his arguments were in this Durham report and why it's a much different thing when he just puts something in paper after all these things have already been proven, he goes to try to refute it for the Republicans to give them some fodder without an actual rebuttal. And now he's in front of people who actually know the facts. And the first second he is hit with any facts about these cases whatsoever, the guy just folds. He can't answer a single thing. And for, and for people out there who, who tend to say, you know, Democrats don't have good messaging, I refute that. And I show these clips, and we show these clips as an example of this being good messaging right here from the Democrats. What you're seeing is how Democrats need to be messaged, and then how you need to take these clips and also show them to people and let them know, like, hey, at the end of the day, all you have to hang your hat on is the truth. And as long as you have the truth on your side and the accurate information, you're going to win that debate 10 out of 10 times. And that's the thing, because I don't really care. I mean, the reality is I support Democrats right now because they're the only pro-democracy party. I support exactly. President Biden because I think he's doing a good job. But frankly, if the roles were reversed here, and that was special counsel Jack Smith answering the questions the way Durham was, I'd be like, who the hell is this guy's the worst? <laughs> I'd, be like, I'd be like, what's going on? I wouldn't care who appointed him. I wouldn't care where he comes from. I would just objectively look at the facts before me and go, whoa, 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 you lost the trial. You're going to argue that because the grand jury voted to indict, you're going to try to ignore that it then went to trial and you lost? The bottom line is you lost once. You lost twice. You lost over and over again. And if you actually look at the findings of your report, you make actually no substantive recommendation of any change of any policy in the FBI whatsoever. We haven't even gotten to Congress member Eric Swalwell and Congress member Adam Schiff, the former prosecutors. Let's take a look at Congress member Eric Swalwell comparing uh, the work of Durham to Mueller. Play this clip. I also want to compare you to the last major special counsel investigation that we had. You agree special counsel Mueller charged dozens of individuals and you indicted three. Is that correct? Indicted two and another a third pleaded guilty. Right. And special counsel Mueller had dozens of convictions, some at trial, but no defendant was outright acquitted. Is that right in the Mueller investigation? Outright acquitted. Across the board, every charge acquitted. Right. I, I don't believe there are any acquittals. I'm not sure there were uh, dozens of convictions. There were dozens of, uh, there, yeah, more than a dozen people who were indicted. I mean, by the way, has he even read the Mueller report? I think the answer we learned is that he's never actually read the Mueller report. The very document that he was essentially charged with undermining, he never even read that document to even use that evidence as a control group to test against his conspiratorial variables, if you will. He didn't even do that work, which you would think would be the bare minimum if your mandate is to try to undermine the work being done there. So when it became clear to the Democratic members of Congress that he hadn't even read the Mueller report, then it was just full-on bloodbath at this hearing. 
This is Democratic Congress member Adam Schiff, who basically exposes that John Durham never read the Mueller report. Play this clip. Uh, let's go to invited Russian help. Uh, Mr. Durham, you're aware of Donald Trump's public statements along the lines of, hey, Russia, if you're listening, hack Hillary's emails, you'll be richly rewarded by the press. You aware of that? I'm aware of that. And are you aware that Mueller found that hours after he made that plea for Russian help, the Russians, in fact, tried to hack one of the email servers affiliated with the Clinton campaign or family? Uh, if that happened, I'm not aware of that. I mean, could very well. You're, you're not aware of that in the Mueller report? And when you say you're not aware of evidence of collusion in the Mueller report, it's because you apparently haven't read the Mueller report very well. Um, if you're not aware of that fact. And by the way, that is exactly why they hate Adam Schiff. They hate Adam Schiff because he is really effective and he is really good at what he does. He is a really skilled prosecutor who knows the questions to ask. And he completely exposed John Durham here. And everything that Schiff has said throughout the years has been accurate. Everything has been evidence-based. They hate him because he exposed Donald Trump. And he exposed Donald Trump right here. Talk about basically kind of co-opting the other side's witness right here. Because at this point, Durham, who clearly didn't do his homework at all, was clearly exposed as being a hack. Durham just getting so flustered that Adam Schiff just basically goes in and basically gets Durham to admit that the very premise of his appointment was BS. So Congress member Adam Schiff gets John Durham to admit that Russia helped Donald Trump, which is basically the, the supposed finding that Durham was supposed to reach was that the whole thing was a hoax to begin with. But here Durham just admits that his whole premise, his whole reason for being was false. Watch how Schiff does it. Play this clip. Yeah, I mean, I think if you read what's in the cable and what's in the report as to what the uh, diplomats uh, reported was there was a suggestion of a suggestion that the Russians could help at damaging information as to Mrs. Clinton. Um, and I release it anonymously, right? And that's exactly what happened, isn't it? I, mean, I, don't, I don't, you really don't know? <laughs> I mean, I'm not sure exactly, when you say exactly I what happened. Know. Well, the Russians the released stolen emails there were cutouts, did they not? Cutout stuff. There were emails. It's a very simple question. Did they release information? Stolen information through cutouts, yes or no? Yeah, I, I'm not sure. Really don't know the answer to that. <laughs> the answer is yes, they did. The DC League's well, research. Well, yes. Well, <laughs> answer was yes. More important than mine, Mueller's answer was yes. Now that information, of course, was helpful. To the Trump campaign, wasn't it? I don't. I don't think there's any question, oh, no. but that the Russians intruded into. Um, well, I just want to act get... into the systems. They released information, and that was helpful. The Trump campaign, right? And the, and the uh -huh. conclusion in the ICA and in the uh, Mueller investigation was that the Russians intended to assist. Can you answer Trump? my question, Mr. Durham. That was helpful. The Trump campaign, right? That's and, and Trump made that. use of that. As I said, didn't he by touting those? Stolen documents on the campaign trail over a hundred times. I, I, I said I don't really read the newspapers or listen to the news. I don't really you're, you're reliable, you're totally, so I don't know that. Mr. Durham, you're totally oblivious to Donald Trump's use of the stolen emails on the campaign trail more than a hundred times. Did I'm that escape that. your attention? I'm not aware of that. 
You're the investigator. You were you were tasked for years with investigating this. You think you want to do a little bit of research? You think you want to maybe read up on the issue at hand a little bit? That by shift. That is what we call game set match. Completely eviscerated him. <laughs> Even so much so that Matt Gates, the MAGA Republican, you would think that his questioning would be supportive of John Durham. But he went after John Durham and was basically like, you blew it. You had one job, okay? We appointed you. We tried to weaponize you. We wanted you to take down Trump's enemies. And you failed at that. And you are a complete loser. Just watch this. This is what Matt Gates said. Matt Gates said during his questioning. Play this clip. I think that's beyond the scope of what's in the report. It's literally the scope of what your charging order is. Who put it in motion? We get after it was put in motion, the FBI did a bunch of wrong and corrupt things. Totally understand. We're trying to deal with that. But when you are part of the cover-up, Mr. Durham, then it makes our job harder. Yeah, well, if that's your thought, I mean, there's no way of dissuading you from that. I can tell you that it's offensive and that the people who worked on this investigation have spent their lives trying to protect people in this country and pursue within the law what it is that we, can, two, we are Mr. authorized Trump, wait, to do. On. You tried two cases, lost both of them, and then the one plea, guilty plea you got, Kleinsmith, Kleinsmith is back to practicing law in Washington, D.C. today. That's beyond my control. Right, but, but the, the fact that you allowed that plea to occur, right, and, and then the punishment was insufficient. The fact that you didn't, you didn't charge Andrew McCabe, you didn't convict the lying Democrats or the lying Russians, you didn't investigate Mifsud 